ball control. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of Ball Control. That's right, this is Corey DLG with little brother Nico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are hanging out right here in Conroe on 104.5 and 106.1. They believe they're sister stations. They believe. Uh, the soap opera may find out later. Who knows? We'll, we'll dig <laughs> they into They may not be related by blood. They may not be. This is Conroe's very best and probably owned sports show. Um, and we are on, uh, we're going to set up a Facebook page this week. We're growing. We're doing things. We're advancing. We we're are. Using we're the power of the internet. We're evolving. They're evolving. This is merely the, the larva stage of ball control. <laughs> That's my evil scientist voice. That's all I got for that. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Um. So it's Thursday and we're coming up on the weekend and uh, sports is uh, coming up. That's what the weekends are for, man. Sports. Sports. Sports and hanging out with your bros. Mm, sports. Just sports. Sports. Uh, Probably, sports is, sports probably out. abusing alcohol. I mean, drink responsibly. Whatever. Right. Yeah. But probably abusing it. Um, yelling at a television for four hours mindlessly, because they can't hear you. Eating snacks. It doesn't even matter what sport you play. Right. Like they they can't hear you. Your 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 enthusiasm not at all affects the actual gameplay. That's right. No matter how much you want them to score, they either will or they won't. They right. has nothing to do with you. It's um, almost as if it was predetermined by fate. Well, yeah, that's why they thank God at the end of every Super Bowl. <laughs> Shout out to the Big G. Just want to say thanks for this win. Means a lot to me. Going to give me millions of dollars in endorsements. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, God. Um, that was bitter. I don't know. That wasn't. Like, I'm not really that angry about it, but it felt that way. Uh, anyway, welcome to Ball Control. Yeah. So shout out to our sponsor, RNA Sports. They just announced that they're going to have a uh, a signing October 12th. Robert Reed and Steve Francis will be there at 6 p.m. Steve, the franchise Francis. That's a good name. You don't know this, Nico. Well, it's not his real middle name. Like His mom didn't have that kind of foresight. (laughs) Um, You don't know this, Nico, but there was a time when Steve Francis was all the Rockets were. That was it. That's fair. And we were like, we were one of those teams that was never going to win, but we, in Houston, were always like, yeah, we got a shot, man, because we got Steve. Right. He's the franchise. That's how we. That's how we go. That is how it goes. Um, we. I mean, in hindsight, that, that happens all the time. We cling to these players. <laughs> yeah, because he was. He was great. He was a, in his prime. There was nobody better. Now the end of his career didn't go so good. He left. He came back. He left. He came back. The last time he came back, he reported out of shape, and some people may have called him Stevie the French fries. <laughs> may I don't. Ooh. Yeah, I don't think so though. Ooh. I don't. I doubt that. I don't think that really happened. Um. But anyway, he's gonna be he's gonna be hanging out at RNA Sports October twelfth, six p.m. There's gonna be signings, autographs gonna be twenty five dollars, photo ops fifteen dollars, uh, inscriptions five dollars, JSA authentication will be on hand to authenticate for an additional ten dollars per item, and there's going to be a VIP package for fifty dollars, which is one autograph and one photo op from Steve and Robert. Does that include the verification, or do you still have to pay the ten dollars? Uh, this is unclear on here. We'll have to we'll get clarification from that. Fair enough. We'll post it on the Facebook. I'll reach out to RNA Sports. I'll tell them that's unclear. But Robert Reed and Steve Francis, October twelfth. That's a big deal. That is. Um. Yeah, man. So it was a great. Like it was a good overall weekend for sports. A lot of fun sports things happened. Right. Um. And they're still happening right now. The Astros just clinched the AL West. Good for them. Be excited. Are we going into another? We'll be back-to-back world champs. Um, we are the first World Series champions to win 100 games the following season. 
in something like 60, 70 years. Wow. So, okay. We're doing pretty good, man. This is, this We're on is, track. This is on track. We are on pace, and uh, a lot of teams are playing kind of bad right now. So, the teams we're worried about aren't necessarily doing what they need to do. Um, but we're still in the running for we might wind up in the one card wild card playoff still. We need the A's and us to get this sorted out. Mm. Um, you know what? We record this Wednesday night. Let me see if there was a if um the AOS channel. Yeah. Let me see if we if there's a game on right now. No. See what happens. Let's see what happens here. Let's see. Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball. Mm. Let's see what the Astros are doing here. But to cap off, oh yep, yep. The we is the yeah. We just beat the Blue Jays, so that there you go, there you go. Or no, they beat us. Oh, um, just us. kidding. There goes all of my hopes and dreams. Yeah. Straight out the window. Thanks, Corey. But we did break out. Why did we break out the bubble anyway? It's very weird. Oh, because we won the AL West. Okay, cool, 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 cool. What does that mean for us, Corey DLG? So what that means for us is we're in the playoffs. Oh, okay. Winning well. your winning your um, thing puts you in. So you're already now we're in. There's gonna be there's gonna be two teams that play in a little one game wild card, and it won't be us now. That'll be someone else. Someone else, and then we'll get the first series of the playoffs against the winner of that one game playoff. Oh, okay, cool. So we get to sit back and watch some teams play one game. And then we play somebody. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so that at least will be exciting. Um, 100 wins, though. That's a big deal. That is a big deal. Other random big deals around sports. The Browns are 1-1-1. One, one, and one. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. Um, it is better than the New England Patriots, who are 1-2. and two. Nico, take a guess when the last time the Browns had a better regular season record than the New England Patriots. I'm going to guess never. Okay, never's incorrect. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, it was, however, a while back. You would have been a wee lad. Uh, 2003. Ooh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> 2003. Uh, I believe week 9, 2003, the Browns were better than the Patriots record-wise, and that was the last time it's happened. So it's been 15 years. Ooh, that's a long time. Yeah. I look um, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on right now. If If the Patriots lose one or two more games, it might be time to start talking about is this is it over for Tom Brady? Because Tom Brady's forty one. Uh, he says I'm gonna play till I'm forty five. Bill Belichick actually wanted to get rid of him last year ish. Secretly is what they talk about. Right. He actually there are confirmed sources who never backed off this story that Bill Belichick was ready to name Jimmy Garoppolo the starter last year. Oh wow! And so. and the owner stepped in and said if you if you if you start Garoppolo over Brady, we're going to have some problems here in New England. So that changed things. They actually traded Jimmy Garoppolo to San Francisco uh, middle of the season. He played the last couple games. I believe he was undefeated, 7-0, something like that. But he he blew his ACL. Oh, and he's done. He's done. He's done now. Uh, the 49ers have held off on signing anyone else. They've merely promoted from within. They have a practice quarterback they put on the active roster now. Good for um, them. No, it's replace the guy that gets blown up every time. And the well, that's the, hey. Listen, football is about one man up, next man up. Yeah, right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles last year, their starting quarterback was like 
ten and two, ten and three, and then he blew out his knee, and the backup finished the season and won the Super Bowl. I mean, that that's not a, not a first boys. It's what you got to do. It's the job. Speaking of what you've got to do and the job, what you've got to do is not lose to the Giants, which the Texans did last weekend. Oh, yeah, that's disheartening. We yeah. have we we also have a worse record than the we <laughs> are Cleveland 0 three. This is even worse. Now there are some silver linings. What do we got? Well, how how are you gonna how are you gonna make this better? Okay, there are some silver linings. The first two games were on the road, one against New England, which either is a good team or isn't. We don't know yet. Um, and then one against the division rival on the road, and they're not a terrible team. Tennessee's gonna win eight or nine games this year, so losing to them on the road isn't terrible. So losing two road games isn't that big of a deal because you ten and six is a, is a decent record. Now losing at home to the Giants hurts. That hurts. But there are still six to nine winnable games on the schedule. Um, so losing early on the road isn't a big deal. It's not. It's the NFL. You're going to be okay. Everyone takes L's. Everyone. No one's walking through this thing unbanged up. It's about what you do next. But I got to tell you, um, they got a lot of things to fix. Right. They yeah. have a lot of things to fix. What's um, going on? <laughs> So, people weren't saying it before this game, but the defense has been bad. The defense, it looks like they were kind of getting the rust off and getting ready to go. But against the Giants, um, I was at the game, and where my seats are, are over the end zone, but high up. So, I kind of have a, a kind of a neat, almost like a coach's box kind of view of the game. Right. And all of the Giants drives that are at us, I was telling my friend that I was with, I was explaining we have left the middle of the field wide open almost every single play. Like, when the play starts, you could just see this huge gap in the middle of the field, and they were attacking it over and over and over. Their tight ends were getting big plays down the middle. Their receivers were running from the outside in on slants and on curls and catching it wide open over the middle. The middle was up for grabs. It was free for everyone to stop by and grab a piece. And this is this is the Texans, no, notorious for their defense and exactly coming into falling this, apart. Coming <laughs> into this the talk was with that defense Deshaun Watson should be able to score 20 30 points and win a lot of games. 22 points isn't enough to win. We really need to get one more touchdown on the board. We need to be at 29 30. 30 points, you should win every game you play just about in the NFL because your defense shouldn't be giving up more than 24. This defense shouldn't be giving up more than – they should be keeping teams under 20 because they used to. When they're when they're working, that's what they did. But right now, they're not working. They're, they look bad. Now, Mike Vrabel, I can understand losing to him in Tennessee because he was our former defensive coordinator. So, ideally, he knew a lot of our calls. He knew a lot of our principles and tendencies – and was intimately familiar with how to beat us. So, you know, that, that kind of seemed a silver bullety. Yeah, it seems like okay, if there's a guy you're supposed to lose to, it's the guy that knows your stuff. It's the guy who knows your stuff and it's a division game, so those are always Listen, Nico, I know it makes no sense, but for some reason a division team can be way worse than you, but when you show up, they play you hard. Division yeah, games it's, are just It's the hype. It's it, it's the real moment. You you hate those guys right, right. for some reason. Um and so the real trouble is if we don't start winning, though, we get Indianapolis in Indy. So now we're on the road again at Indy, and there's a chance we're going to be 0-4. That's never a good – that's never where you want to start. Right now, the betting is going 60-30 against us. Oh. Yeah, not good. <sighs> not good. Uh, but the Colts aren't a good team, and they don't look good, and Andrew Luck hasn't thrown more than 25 yards downfield yet. Um, 
they're saying with that shoulder injury, he might not be able to anymore, which means ideally we could cover the field. Yeah, you say that you say that now, and then all of a sudden the backups, the guy who's going to win the Super Bowl, just shows up and well, you know what they did. You know what they did last week, the very last play of the game, they had to throw a hail mary, and it was like fifty, sixty yards they needed to go. I think it was forty five, fifty five yards. So they did put in the backup. Andrew Luck didn't throw the last pass of the game. He wasn't hurt or anything. He they he I, I don't think right now he has the arm strength to get there. And I don't know if that's so. He had the shoulder surgery. He missed an entire season. He actually hadn't thrown a football in like fifteen months at one point. That's a long time. Yeah. So I don't know if he's just getting his strength back or if this is it. Like, this is who he is now. And if that's the case, if he can't throw downfield over the next two years, defenses are going to creep up to the point where you're going to see, like, nine, ten guys in the box because they don't have to cover very far. They don't have to run more than five, ten yards back. So where are they going? Like, they're going to stand right there. And if you run it, they're going to stop you. And if you throw it, they're in – they're there. <laughs> They're there for coverage and disrupt the passing lanes. So this is either the beginning of the end of, of Andrew Luck or he needs to be getting better every week. Who knows at this point? I, and it's such a sad story because he's like apparently a really nice guy. I hate him because he's a cult, uh, but he's apparently a really nice guy and uh, talented. He is one of the he's one of the good ones. But uh, injuries will go, do to you. If you go fifteen to seventeen months without throwing a football not going to be great when you come back no and speaking of coming back is it time mm-hmm. it's time all right when we come back we're gonna talk about some other stuff i got some uh, interesting news we're gonna hit up ball control ball control Welcome back to Ball Control. This is Corey DLG and little brother Nico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to RNA Sports, our sponsors here in Conroe's 104.5, 106.1. Allegedly, they're sisters. I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't I don't know if I believe that or not. Always check out nerdthugradio.com and facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. That's the home station. We're the uh, we're like the, the stepbrother to Nerd Thug Radio. We're the continuation of Nerd Thug Radio. The expansion uh, of the brain. <laughs> um, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Sad, annoyed duck. Yeah, that's exactly what that was. All right, so here's some news from around the NFL. Uh, it's just some interesting stuff, man. It's just these are some interesting headlines. It's a talk weird about year. That's a weird. Year. It's getting weird. It's getting weird. Are you ready? Okay, so Le'Veon Bell still haven't still hasn't reported to camp. Good for Fantasy him. Fantasy owners. Uh, at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Like right. I, he's not coming. He's not coming. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you waited this long. He's not like <laughs> your number one pick in almost every single fantasy draft is worthless. <laughs> Trash. A- absolutely worthless. If you took Le'Veon Bell, and most people did, because most people should. You're wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Real life affects your fantasy game. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So former Pittsburgh Steeler linebacker James Harrison, who is one of like the typical Steelers. Okay. This guy was super blue collar. Super play with a chip on his shoulder. It was just this great, angry. It was like if the Incredible Hulk was a real person and paid taxes. That's nice. James Harrison. Okay? okay. All right. So James Harrison is retired now, and he ended kind of contentiously with the Steelers, but he was a Steeler forever. Right. Yeah. He he was he he, he was there. He was he was black and gold through and through. Okay. Right. So he has some advice publicly. Someone came to him and he was in an interview somewhere, and they said, "What would you do if you're Le'Veon Bell?" And he said, you know what I would do? I would show up today and I'd sign my contract. I'd come in today and I'd sign it. And I'd practice my butt off. I'd practice and practice and practice and practice. Everyone would see. Let me not, let me not paraphrase him. But let me give him. Okay. 
He says, here's the direct quote. If I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm coming back. What is it, November 13th? Harrison said, referring to the deadline, Bell must report to blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get my credit this season that I need to get, and I'm going to do the best I can to get out of this season healthy. For me, I'd give you everything at practice. You'd see, the cameras would see, that I'm fine. I'm healthy. But come Saturday, something ain't right. I can't play on Sunday. Because if I go out here and mess something up, I'm losing a lot of money. So what he is saying is to fake an injury six times. <laughs> He's saying just, just fake an injury, no big deal. Come in, sign your deal. You'll get paid because you're there. You're doing your work. You'll get paid. Right. Get paid, and then don't play. Absolute legends. <laughs> like, tell me that doesn't tell you just how it works in the NFL. Right. Like, this guy is a diehard loyal Steeler, and he's saying, don't, don't do it. Don't play for six Don't do it. Don't do it. It's get, a trick. Get your credit. Go. Tell me that doesn't just blow your mind about like the physicality and what this level of play does to a guy. And he and they all are basically saying if he comes in, they're going to use him to try and hurt him. They're going to use him up because they don't have to worry about next year because it's not their problem. It's right. his problem. Right. So if they know it and you know it, this then is what you do. It? Yeah, why risk it? Like, it, it, that's dirty. That's real dirty. So remember last week we were talking about quitters. Avante Davis left the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Um, here's a headline for you. Just walked away. Just walked away. Wide receiver Matthews set to bolt Titans over playing time. So week three, we got another guy. Now we're coming into week four who wants to quit. Rashard Matthews apparently had enough. He told A to Z Sports on Wednesday that he's reached an agreement with the Titans for his release. So they're just going to walk away from these games. So he's been there two years, and I guess he's not catching balls, so he's not happy, so he went home. That doesn't seem like a solution. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. He signed a one-year contract extension for $7.75 million. Right. Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> That's a lot of money. Right. I don't, I mean, who are these, like, if you're not, if they're not throwing to you, but you're still getting a check. Right. You're not injured. You're not blowing your legs out. You're right. Not now, exploded. I get you want to be part of it, but they're winning. The Titans, I think, are 2-1. and one. Better record than us. Better right. Actually, they are 2-1 because they beat us and they beat Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a mess now, too. So, everyone's struggling, okay? So, if Tennessee is 2-1, and one, right. why are you complaining? Right, yeah. It's not like your team's doing bad. And you don't know what's going to happen because someone else might get banged up along the way. And then and then all of a sudden, you're, you're the guy. You're the guy. And then the whole time, you've been getting paid your $7.75 million. I don't understand. It's like it's like they, they, they don't have the determination to realize that they may be the guy. Right. I mean, you're talking about almost $400,000 a week that this guy's just like, nah. Now, granted, there's taxes and agent and blah, blah, blah. But even still, you're banking 180, 190. Right. This is this is no this is no chump change for us regular people. Right. Um, so we do have a, a correction we need to make. We we had uh, we had been. We've been saying something that uh, it may not be true. What happened? You ready? No. Um, the Buffalo Bills may not be as awful as you anticipated as they were a week ago. Oh, that's what we'll say. Okay. So what happened? Middle of the game last week, Tyrod Taylor goes out with a concussion, and their rookie comes in, Josh Allen. Now, Josh Allen when he got drafted, I think I believe eleventh. He he basically or ninth ninth or eleventh, and he basically said, 
Everyone who didn't draft me is going to pay. I'm going to show you why I should have been number one overall. Now, granted, in his, out loud, he's kind of saying I should have been a Brown, which no one really means. But what he was saying mm. is I was the best quarterback and I should have been everyone's top guy. Um, instead, he slid a little bit to 9 or 11, whatever it was the Bills took him. Um, he led the Bills on a, on a great comeback, and they won. Oh, my God. They, the Cleveland Browns and the Buffalo Bills. Cleveland Browns and Buffalo both, both won, won the same week. This is amazing. This is this is like if you're gonna do, do the lottery, do it to this. You should have yeah. done it last week. And they embarrassed the Vikings. The Vikings are a good team. The Vikings last year were a quarterback away. I'm doing finger quotes. Were a quarterback away from going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Case Keenum was their quarterback, whom I hate. I think he's a terrible quarterback. But for them, he played well. This was his one good season that he's now getting paid for, and he'll get paid for for a couple of years because of this one year. When he was a Texan, he was the the, if you could have put a guy out there with no arms, he would have been a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Fair enough. Uh, Case Keenum was awful, and in Minnesota somehow they go through. They went through so many people that he was the guy still standing, and was the quarterback. And they got to the division finals, and lost to Philadelphia to go to the Super Bowl. Conference finals. There you go. So they he were did one well th- for them. They're one game away. They were a top four team last year. Not bad. Not bad. Right. Uh, they lost to the Bills 27-6. to six. Oh. oh, God. And they have a good quarterback this year. They got Kirk Cousins. They gave him a lot of money. They gave him $80 million guaranteed for the next three years, four years. Oh, boys. Oh, no. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> can't, can't lay a egg like that. 27-6. to six. That's a fine how do you do. Also, John Gruden, the other story we're going to follow this year, the $100 million coach of the Oakland Raiders. Uh-huh. They lost again. He's 0-3. Ah, awesome. That's how that's how you make a good coach right there. Oh and three. Oh and three. Just like ours. Just like yeah, they're as bad as we are now. Also Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, the bearded wonder uh-huh. of Tampa Bay. Okay. Monday night football. He threw three interceptions in the first half. Nice. Uh the announcers were basically saying that uh he was gonna lose his job the next day. It was that bad. They were like, Oh, when they come in tomorrow and Jameis Winston comes off suspension, at least they know who their quarterback is, blah blah blah. Uh, he then led them to within – they had the ball to win the game and then someone else, and then uh, they just didn't convert. So they lose by three, 30-27 to the Steelers, who finally win a game. Hey, congratulations, Steelers. Right. You're not completely falling apart. And this was important for you because this was a test. It was a test. You're right. <laughs> and they had been up in a couple other games and then lost. So right. they needed to learn how to hold on without Le'Veon Bell. And Fitzpatrick, though, he showed himself at the end, and everyone in the locker room said, he's our guy. Like, don't put in Winston yet. So, coming into this week, it looks like it's going to be Fitzpatrick. Um, we're going to jump out of here, and when we come back, we're going to take a look at some other things. I don't know yet. Maybe maybe we'll do uh, – they're doing the NHL preseason right now. Maybe we'll look it's at a little bit hacky. of that. NBA Media Day was the other day. There's some interesting stuff going on there. We can talk about some of that. Start getting, start getting some other stuff in here and stuff besides just football. It's the most important sport in the game. Well, it's the only one that matters right now. Right. It's the only one playing important games. Baseball's about to get important in the playoffs. We'll have to talk about that stuff coming up. Probably start that next week, though. Mm. We'll All right. See. So this is Ball Control. We'll be ball back right after the break. Uh, shout out to RNA Sports. Ball Control. Ball control. 
Welcome back to Ball Control. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, and with me as always is little brother Nico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we are hanging out right here on 104.5, 106.1. Make sure you check out Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio and NerdThugRadio.com for all nerdy kinds of news. And uh, RNA Sports wants you to know that 3501 North Fraser Street in Conroe, Texas, on October 12th at 6 p.m., Robert Reed and Steve Francis will be doing a signing. Autographs $25, photo ops $15, inscriptions $5, JSA authentication will be on hand to authenticate for an additional $10 per item. And as always, there is the VIP package for $50, one, one autograph, one photo op from Steve and Robert. That is a, it's going to be a basketball watch party right there. Steve Francis, Robert Reed, October 12th, 6 p.m. at RNA Memorabilia. Nice. There you go. There you go. All right, so... Intel season's cranking up here. We're not too far. I think it. I think it starts next week. So this is this is the beginning of the the, the Great White North's favorite sport. The Great White North, our cousins from another race. Right. Yes. Uh, the polite ones. Mm-hmm. This is the polite ones' time. Okay. <laughs> this is where they get all their aggression out. This is this is why they're so polite because <laughs> they crush people. Uh, the Washington Capitals have finally won a Stanley Cup, so. Ovechkin and all those like old veteran types, they finally got one. So don't look for them to do too much this year. It's kind of my feeling. <laughs> this is a uh, early. <laughs> this early is the victory lap. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. This is early, early, early. Uh, the headline says too early power rankings. Okay, we're just gonna do the top five here. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Tampa Bay. Tampa. They've been in it the last few years. Tampa Bay, the hockey team. All and, right. and number two is gonna make even less sense. The Nashville Predators. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, fair enough, yeah. yeah. Tennessee and Tampa Bay, the two the two places I think, oh, yeah, dude, that's a— Hockey. That's hockey. Hockey. <laughs> that's where I go to, right. to get the best the lowdown. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, <laughs> I really don't know. But uh, there you go, Tampa Bay and, and Nashville, one and two. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets, finally something that makes a little sense. Uh, they didn't make the playoffs last year, though, so I'm not—I mean— Why are they number three? Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Washington Capitals. This is called way too early. This is. (laughs) Washington Capitals are number four. All right. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And then, man, this is interesting. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay. Number five is the Vegas Golden Knights. Isn't this like a controversial Okay. So, last year was their first year in the league. Yeah. yeah. This is what I remember. And they went to the Stanley Cup Finals as an expansion team. Also, most importantly, their home field advantage, they, it was something like 80%. They won like 80% of their games at home. And I think it's because they're Vegas. And so there's a thing in the NBA uh, when teams go to New Orleans to play, mm-hmm. uh, they typically play like dogs because they get to New Orleans and they party all night before the game. And then the game comes around and they are destroyed. They are unprepared. They are hungover. They're exhausted. They literally were out until 6 in the morning because there's casinos and bars that don't close. Right. So it's called the home field advantage. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what happened in Vegas. Will that happen year two? I don't think so. They're a little bit more prepared. I think coaches this time around, I think before it was funny. I think it was like, hey, we're going to Vegas. But then they made the Stanley Cup Finals, and it's not funny anymore. <laughs> right. Like All everyone else in the league. <laughs> right. Everyone else in the league was like, wait a minute, that that should have been us. Oh, that's right. We gave up the three games in Vegas when we went and partied. Oh, no. Oh. And I, I just I don't think they're going to do that this year. Also, 
you can't underestimate a team that was in the Stanley Cup last year. Now when you're going to play Vegas, you care. Right. At first it was the, these are the new kids on the block, and then all of a sudden new kid demolishes. Right. New kids gets to lose. the finals, and you're like, oh god. What right. Have I and done? you kept waiting for it to like stop working, and it didn't. Like you kept waiting for them to lose, and they didn't. didn't. <laughs> Just didn't until the no. end. The bottom three here: uh, number twenty nine, Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver, okay. Right, yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay, number one, 29. <laughs> Vancouver. Vancouver. Number 30, Ottawa Senators. Man, what's going on? <laughs> and then number 31, Arizona Coyotes. Arizona, the other, the other yeah. ones I think of. See, that right. makes way more sense to me. Now, the other thing that makes it sad about Arizona is... Uh, the fact that they're called Coyotes. <laughs> I don't know if they still are, but they used to be owned by Wayne Gretzky. I don't know who that is. Who's he's, this man? He's the greatest American hockey player ever. Oh, okay. Um, when he got traded to the Los Angeles Kings, like in 1992 or 90, something like that, it essentially brought hockey to America. Like, hockey already existed in America, but there were, like, six Canadian teams and, like, 12 American teams, and that was all of hockey. And, and then no. Wayne Gretzky came to L.A., and L.A. marketed this white boy like nobody's business. Cartoons, action figures, uh, cameos. He was on everything and anything. If it was a TGI Friday, there was a Wayne Gretzky appearance. <laughs> like, like it was Wayne Gretzky for like two years, three years, nonstop. Wayne Gretzky, Wheaties commercials, and all sorts of stuff. He was, he was, he, he was, was the great. man. He's he one of, the the, he's one of the greatest though. He's in the rankings. Like he's got like point leads and assists and all. Like he's a great player too. Um, more it's not importantly, all fluff. Uh, yeah, it's not all. It's not all media. Um, and because of him, America grew teams. Anaheim Mighty Ducks became a thing, and all of like, 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 just it kept growing and growing and growing and growing because of Wayne Gretzky. Um, and I believe this is his franchise, and it's not good. <laughs> this is this, this is tragedy. It's just not good. How the mighty have fallen. He just this that seems to be the theme for today. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, uh, Michael Jordan owned a team or was part of the ownership group before, and it didn't go well. And the team he owns now, it's not going well. He was part owner of the Wizards, and they made terrible draft picks. When they let him, they were like, Michael Jordan's the best player in the world. He can definitely pick out good players, and he couldn't. And now he's the owner in Charlotte, and Charlotte's not good either. So Sometimes you're a good player, but not a good leader. Well, that's <laughs> Or a good owner, even. Well, and it's, I mean, how do you tell people to just be as good as you? Right. Like, just do it. You know, I would just float for six feet here and then dunk it. Right, can you yeah. do that? <laughs> Can you do that for me? No. No. no that's Trash. Right. Yeah. Uh, so media day just happened uh, in the NBA. And right. so how much time we got? We got six minutes. Okay, perfect. Okay, good. So there's a lot of stuff going on here. Um, we'll cover this first. Here in the Rockets, we brought in Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. And we we didn't keep the guys who played the position he plays. Okay. Separate reasons. They they were going to get more money elsewhere, and we just couldn't afford to bring them in. The so that being said, Carmelo Anthony is pretty good, right? And because the other guys are gone, he's kind of he probably should start. But what we really want is we want him to come off the bench. In a perfect scenario, he would come off the bench for us and still play thirty minutes and still be able to shoot a bunch because that's what he does. Mm-hmm. But we need him to be on the court when James Harden and Chris Paul aren't on the court together to kind of keep up that combination of high-scoring shooters. Right, yeah. We need more We need more shooters. We need more offense. 
I don't really, actually, I don't even know if that's true, really. Um, you want to keep the terror, like, two guys that are pretty good. Yeah, you do, but time. really the reality, I mean, Golden State's just better than us. Like, I just had a breakdown as I was saying this. Golden State's better than us. Right. What we need, what we really, 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 really needed was, like, three more defenders. That's what we needed. We When we lost that game, we actually missed 27 three-pointers in a row to end the game. Well, the Rockets had a better chance of being struck by lightning while winning on the lottery or something like that. Like, someone did some stats on missing 27 three-pointers in a row, and it was like, Ridiculous. in the NBA, it, it should never happen. Um, the truth is, we just need more defense um, because those guys should shoot. The guys who did shoot should shoot. They had good numbers. They were open shots. I remember watching the game just kind of freaking out. If Chris Paul was healthy, we probably would have won. Um, realistically, uh, we, we needed defense. We let defense go. We didn't bring defense in, and we got Carmelo Anthony, who does not play defense. Um, I think wins-losses-wise, we probably stay about the same in the NBA. I think we won 65 games last year, and I think we'll win somewhere between 60 and 65 again. Right. You don't think the numbers are going to change all that much. However— The playoffs, when defense matters, I think we're going to— I don't think we're going to be in the Western Conference Finals again. Aw. I think we're going to go out before that. And I think it's we just – we didn't replace the defense. So unless we're going to somehow get more shots. They get a new defense? I don't know. I don't think you, you – I don't believe that you can shoot your way into defense. So unless <laughs> we're just – an offense so powerful right, and so ridiculous, you can never lose because right. they can never keep up. And that's what Golden State is, and therefore – but they also play great defense. They really do. And I just don't believe – I don't think we're going to outscore them seven times, four times. We got to outscore them four times to win, and I don't think we're going to do that. I don't right. think we will. I don't think that's possible. Um, and now LeBron James is in the West, and now we're dead. Um, this year probably not, but next year. Lebron, Lebron, Lebron. He Just might not. Lebron. He might not make the playoffs this year, but he will then. But he will one hundred percent make it next year, and he will. He's just an intimidating figure. He's a, he's. Well, he He's alone the best is player. <laughs> he alone is good enough right. to get you ninety percent of the way. Right. He's gonna he could win you by himself fifty games and get you to the playoffs. And then in the playoffs by himself, maybe at thirty four, maybe he can't win it all maybe he can't win a championship by himself. He can't. I'm gonna say he can't. At, not at thirty four. Um but he's gonna have help by the time end of next by the time playoffs happen next year. That team's going to be good. He's going to get somebody. Somebody's going to come to him because they always do. Because they know what they're getting out of him. Right. And then they don't have to worry about it. There's one guy that they're for sure going to get it from. So let's go jump on that bandwagon. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's get bad Get your for jerseys us. now for <laughs> championship 2019. Probably. Um, and that's enough time for the Warriors to start having some issues too. And one other story I do want to touch on there is Butler and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay. Uh, you, some people say he's an all star. He made the all star game last year, so I guess technically he's an all star. He's an all star. Let's um, just, let's I go don't. With the facts. I don't think he's one of these guys. He feels like he's one of these guys though, and um, he's got one year left on his deal in Minnesota, and he doesn't want to come back. He doesn't want to come back for this last year. <laughs> he so badly wants out. Then he named all the teams he wants to go to. And none of them are even good teams. They're just awesome cities to play in. Los Angeles, New Jersey, New York. Oh, yeah, obviously. Right. He was like, I don't want to be in Minnesota anymore. 
<laughs> and uh, those aren't places he's going to go. Uh, but all of a sudden, Miami's kind of in the mix. And he he came out publicly yesterday and said, yeah, I, I could play in Miami. Well, no, duh. When you made a list of L.A., New York, New Jersey, we sort of figured you could you could play in Miami. We're not. <laughs> that's not up for debate. Doesn't um, impact when you can. <laughs> right. Like, we're not thinking like, oh, no, will he be able to play there? Also, do we care? We're trading you away. No, we don't care. Bye-bye. Um, the, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on here, though, because initially the owner was like, look, he doesn't want to be here. Let's get him out of here. I don't, I don't want to pay If he doesn't want to be here, I'm not going to be here. Right, and I, and I kind of like that. But the coach told the GM, don't trade him. So the GM wasn't taking calls on him, even though the owner had publicly said that he's ready to move on. <laughs> so it's like your boss walking through the office going, all right, nobody, uh, nobody make copies today. And you're like emailing the guy across from you like, hey, I need these things copied. And like, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, no, we're supposed to be getting rid of the guy. We don't, we're not supposed to be keeping him. And internally, the two of them are like, mm, we're going to keep him. <laughs> um, I think this is now just spite. It, it, well, it is. Tom Thibodeau is sort of a jerk. He play. He coach. He's the head coach of the Timberwolves, and he coaches about four years somewhere, and then he gets fired. Mm. This is year two in Minnesota. Oh yeah. But already a guy wants out because big player wants out. Yeah. And he's just gonna be like, just write it out. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> right, because he doesn't care. Tom Thibodeau is not your friend. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau does not show up and call players and hey guy, how's it going? He shows up and says work is at eight. Be here at seven fifty five. On the court, ready. <laughs> then he's gone. Right, and Jimmy Butler's like, "I'm not doing this. I don't. I don't need this stuff. I'll go to Miami or New Jersey or New York or L.A. or anywhere better than here. If I <laughs> don't take calls, <laughs> right? If I were, if I were the, uh, if I were the Minnesota Timberwolves, I would trade him like to Memphis. Just trade him to the worst place. Yeah, like I would just like, can we trade him to Arkansas? I know they don't have a pro team, but can we just send him there? <laughs> can we just send him? They're gonna be on training camp for the rest of the year in Arkansas. In Arkansas. Like, just send him to the worst place possible. Uh, I saw somebody who was like, just send him to the Sacramento Kings who are one of the worst teams in the NBA. Like, see how he likes that. Send him to, a, like, a club team in Minnesota. Send him to, like, a, tur- a team in Turkey. Right. We're going we're gonna to trade you for some Danishes. Okay? Bye-bye. <laughs> just send him across. Later. Now, he does have a big opportunity to make big money next year coming up. So, I can see what's going on with him. Is he wants to go somewhere where he's happy, then sign his big contract. And then retire, stay there, and play through his four years and and be rich. Right, right. But it's not going well. <laughs> it's not going well. Not going anywhere if no one's gonna take your calls. And speaking of not taking calls, we're gonna take a break. And when we come back, we got a very final segment. We're gonna take a look at next week of this week of NFL ball games. control. Ball control. All right, welcome back to the last segment here of Ball Control. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out with little brother Nico. Yep, yep. And we are right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, allegedly. And you're either, you might be streaming us on IRLoneStar.com or, uh, yeah, check us out on Facebook.com, backslash Nerd Thug Radio, NerdThugRadio.com. Big shout-out to RNA Sports, who has Stevie Franchise and Robert Reed coming in October 12th, 6 p.m., 3501 North Fraser Street. They're going to have a watch party, signings, uh, authenticators. It's going to be a thing, man. Go hang out with them. We love RNA Sports. They're they're good people. They take care of us. We take care of them. We love RNA Sports. Um, okay, NFL. 
What do we got? What's this? Okay. So the NFL starts to get a little tricky here for your fantasy players. Why? Week four starts teams on their bye weeks, which means they're off. So it's something to watch for in the schedule. Your guys might not be playing this week. So you got to get other guys. Also, you have to get other people. Also, by week four, lots of people are hurt. On one of my teams, my entire bench is all O's and Q's and D's for questionable, out, or doubtful because <laughs> they're all banged up. They're on my bench, so I don't really care, but it's it's just funny it's to see. Never a good sign. Yeah. You'd like to see You're nothing. Like, you uh, he's see hurt. He's injured. Yeah. <laughs> He'll never walk again. <laughs> Throw that away. Uh, tonight at 7 o'clock, it's the Minnesota Vikings at the L.A. Rams. This is a hard game for Minnesota. Um, so Minnesota. they lost to Buffalo. Right, you lost to you lost twenty seven to six. Not a good sign, considering they've been utter garbage and, and they have made terrible decisions and right. somehow demolished you. And so the rookie basically is what happened. Right. He had a great play. He like leapt over a linebacker. Oh, good like for him. Jumped over the guy like a gazelle. Yeah, no, literally like a gazelle. <laughs> so he might be part gazelle. <laughs> he might be the the beast that we were all warned about, right? And didn't heed his warning, and now we all now are we dead. all must pay the price, right? Yeah, he was right. Josh Allen will make us all regret it because he's from another dimension, <laughs> right? Um, he's from a hell plane. That's right. Um, just throwing stuff down over there. Yeah. Unprofessional. Get out of here. One less phone <laughs> in the world. Oh well. Um, LA's good, so you don't want to play them. Like LA's already one of those teams where you're like, we got to get ready for this game. And you got your butt kicked last week, and now you got to get, you got to feel better about yourself as a team. You got to feel better about yourself as a player, and you got to prepare for a really good team. Right. Now, they did you a favor, and both of their starting cornerbacks got hurt last week. So, backups on both sides covering your receivers. So, maybe Kirk Cousins has an opportunity to make some, some of that, to earn some of that guaranteed money, throw some balls downfield. We'll see. Um, Who knows? I feel like football is just all surprises now. It really is. The backup will win the Super Bowl and kill everything and you be never, the best player at, ever. At this point. And then never get re-signed. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, the Trendell for Saga. Okay, so some stuff coming up. Cincinnati's going to be at, at Atlanta. It's a battle of the two quarterbacks who are never quite good enough. Atlanta's been to one Super Bowl. They had a 20-point lead, and they blew it to New England. They lost. Cincinnati tragedy. never been to the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm sure they've been, but not anytime recently. Not this team. Tampa Bay, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, this is an interesting game. They're going to be at Chicago. Chicago's defense is really, 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 really good. Oh, okay. Ryan, so Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to be very uncomfortable. So is he going to be good or, or is he going to be, be bad? bad? That's the real question. That's, that is the real question. Also, uh, Chicago's offense sucks. <laughs> Like, remember remember that high school you played for where on offense they just ran the ball? Oh, yeah. 44 times a game? Uh-huh. Up the middle? Yeah. Over and 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 over again? Until the guy was concussed and they just get another guy to do that? Right. Well, that's how football works, sadly. Chicago doesn't exactly do it that way, but it's that sad to watch. And it's Mitchell Trubisky. He was a oh fun fact. Uh, that team went three and zero for the first three games of the season, then lost every other game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I do remember that. That is a fun <laughs> fact. That happens though. Um, I once heard a coach give a speech in a locker room that really stuck with me. Uh, it was a team had gone four and zero, and everyone's pumped. Like they're like, yeah, four and zero, yeah. And he goes, listen, guys, 
4-0 doesn't win you anything. We didn't win our division. We haven't won the conference. We're not in the Super Bowl. All 4-0 means is that, we're, is that we can't go 13-3. and or no, he goes. It means we can't. It means we can't lose. We can't lose twelve games, or thirteen games. We can't go four. We can't go four and thirteen. Right. He's. I screwed that up. That's terrible right now. <laughs> but anyway, it was a great speech. He was basically, he was like, we could still lose every game we play. All right. And I was like, that's pretty good. Way to keep them. Way to get them back. Because you could see the locker room was like four and zero. Oh. And he was like, guys, don't be four now. Like, don't even look at it. Um, for all of our Cowboys fans, I don't know why. Detroit's at Dallas. This is a game Dallas could win. That doesn't Maybe, make him good. Uh, Detroit's not great. Detroit's so up and down. Their head coach is a mess, but he did just beat New England last week. That's always a good feeling. Yeah, but he's a former New England assistant. And again, he knew it like he left last year, so he knows all the calls. Oh, right. All the adjustments, all the moves. That's never – I feel like, I don't know why. I was it's like cheating. That's cheating. He's you know what of, I'm I mean, doing. If, if the new guy doesn't beat his old team, then he wasn't a good hire. That's how I feel about that. That's fair. Like, if he leaves, and then when they play the old team, he loses, right? that's on him. But if they play the old team, and he gave you something, ah, that's worth it. There you go. Nailed it. Got him. At least go to that one game. <laughs> uh, Buffalo's going to be at Green Bay. Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is magic, but as a team, Green Bay is not good. So they'll go only as far as Aaron Rodgers can make them go. Right. Uh, and he's got a really banged up knee, so he needs to take some weeks off, but he probably won't. Uh, we'll see Josh Allen again. We'll see if it was a, a one-half wonder. Who knows? Who knows? We'll have some questions answered. Uh, Philly's at Tennessee, so if you're a Houston fan, you're hoping for a beatdown. Houston's at Indianapolis, so you're hoping that Don't after go th- all in four. Yeah, you're hoping after three weeks of embarrassment that you 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 do something. Right. This is one of those games that I've got circled as winnable because Indy is not great. Their defense is bad. Andrew Luck. He hasn't thrown downfield, so you don't have to cover that f- far. And then the backup comes in and throws yeah, ten hail marys Jacoby and Brissett, destroys yeah. you. Yeah, we we give him a hangnail and he comes out, and the other guy comes in and just he throws ninety yards every play, and we're not covering it. Yeah, right. that's exactly what will happen. Miami plays New England. Miami three and zero. New England one and two. How is what is Miami right now? Miami's three and zero, man. They're crushing it. Good for them. Uh, I'm a I'm a Ryan Tannehill fan. He blew out his knee last year, though. He's the quarterback. He's been pretty good there for a little bit. Um, Any signs of shakiness? Any? Are we are we looking <sighs> solid? Because three and zero sounds pretty good. Three and zero does sound good, but you got to you measure the NFL in units of four. So at the end of this week, you take stock of the NFL because you're twenty five percent through the year. That's fair. Um. So we'll see. But we'll I mean, see. even if they lose this one through the first quarter, they only lost one game. Right, but then you get to evaluate them overall because then you know what the other teams are. Right. That's you get fair. to look at, like, okay, if, if week one they beat Cincinnati, and you're like, man, Cincinnati should go to the Super Bowl this year. But after four weeks, Cincinnati's 0-4. Well, then they didn't really beat anybody. Right. So you, you, you've got to kind of you, – you have to constantly kind of look at – keep an eye on that. Um, the Jets are going to be at Jacksonville. I took Leonard Fournette first round in my fantasy league, and he hasn't played yet, and it's killing me. I need <laughs> a guy to just get off his butt. Hamstring or no hamstring? Let's figure it out. Because every week he says he's going to play. Doesn't. And then he doesn't play. Genius. So, I need this guy to go, man. <laughs> Cleveland's at Oakland. Uh, either Baker Mayfield gets win number two or John Gruden gets win number one. That's always a tough one. Uh, Seattle's at Arizona. New Orleans is at the Giants. San Francisco's at the Chargers. San Francisco's going to be playing with the backup now, so the Chargers should win big. If you're looking for a bet, 
I would keep an eye on that one. That's probably the one to bet. Baltimore's going to be at Pittsburgh. Mm, that's going to be a brutal game. Someone's going to get crippled in that game. <laughs> that's the Sunday night game. That sounds brutal. That sounds Mo- brutal. <laughs> Monday night football, Kansas City at Denver. Uh, I'm going to have Kansas City winning by like 25 points. Do you just think it's going to just blow Denver out of the water? Yeah, absolutely. Patrick Mahomes, he had 21 points in the first quarter last week. Oh, good for him. Guy just throws touchdowns. <laughs> he, just, he just gets there. All he does is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say that he scores touchdowns and a lot of them. Right, yeah. He just obliterates this competition here. Right. There's injuries to look out for, though, but that's kind of my look at the week. What, what, what are you excited about? Uh, hopefully we can pull out our first win. Uh, I think this will be super relevant because if we're just going to maintain this garbage, I'm just not going to even start to get hyped. I like it. I like it. You don't even care, and you're like, I won't start caring until they win. Right, yeah. What an, what an invested fan. I hate you. <laughs> uh, I hope we beat the Colts. I really do. I hate losing the Colts because when Peyton Manning was there, he used to beat us every year. And you could see him physically getting older and worse and still beating us. Right. Oh, God. It was so frustrating. It's like he couldn't even run anymore, and he was throwing slow, and then he had the neck thing, and he was still just beating us. Just every – I think we beat him one time. <laughs> like it was The eternal rivals. It was – Terrible to play Peyton Manning. And then they get Andrew Luck, and you're like, this got worse somehow. Because Andrew Luck can run and throw. Oh, and then, God. Right. Someone who's younger and more nimble. Right. He's just like, I'm better. I'm just like Peyton Manning, though. <laughs> Darn it. So. Who that's, knows? So that's cool. <laughs> Fortunately, then he has this terrible injury, and now, now it's even. Now we're level right now. <laughs> now their backup's going to win the Super Bowl. Shut up. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. And on that depressing note, let's get out of here. This is Corey DLG with Nico DLG. Uh, shout out to RNA Sports. Shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Thanks for listening. This has been Ball Control. Ball Control. Ball Control.